If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. What's up, everybody? Since the sandbox is back, yes, the sir. draft has passed, which is very sad in a way. Yes. But I think we're all happy. As teams, I think we're all pretty happy with how we made out. I think I'm probably yeah. the least happy <laughs> as a whole. But let's get into our best and worst picks of the draft. I'm going to kick it off. I did it in kind of... I really stuck to the first round because I know you guys did a lot of value late. I know Steve did especially. Yeah. Um, I thought the best pick, hands down, of the first round was Micah Parsons to the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. They traded out, got the best defensive player in the draft, position they really needed. And, I again, I think they draft very well. What they do after, I'm not very sure. But it was a good pick. I am not fond of it just because you can't give that pick to Philly. You can't, to get ahead of the Giants, you can't give that. No, nah, it was a good pick. Michael Parsons was <laughs> most likely the best player on, on, like available yeah. at that point in time. I just think it's like, I think they think Philly sucks. <laughs> and, like, what is a receiver really going to do for you? Like, yeah. it, like, it's a good pick. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like, are the Giants and the Cowboys and the Redskins really scared of the Eagles right now? No. I don't think so. I think, I think the Giants are the team looking down on everybody else. I mean, I guess you could probably say Washington because they had that division title last year. But it's neck and neck. The, the fact that, that Dallas can go and have an over and under of 10 wins and they don't have a defense, like that, I, I feel pretty confident in yeah. the Giants or Washington's ability. Um, but, Lou, you were just talking about some of the best value. I want to talk about a team that I thought had two great values. We talked about this a little bit. In our YouTube episode that you guys can go and check out, we gave some NFL draft grades. But I think the Bears did pretty good. So, Anthony Holman, I think you'll be you'll be happy to hear that I'm giving some compliments to the Bears. Kev, I don't know if you're still a Bears fan or not, but we can add that to your repertoire I dabble. team. I, yeah. dabble, I dabble in the uh, <laughs> navy and orange. I dabble. But not only did I think that Justin Fields was a good pick, the reason why I think that is because I think he's going to end up being a better player than... Zach Wilson, I think he's more of a share pick than Trey Lance was at three. And I also think that the value that they gave up to move from 20 to 11 was a lot more realistic than moving up from 20 to five. So yeah. I definitely think that that played a part in it. So that's why I think the value was good with Justin Fields. But as far as the second pick, Tevin Jenkins, I believe, was, a, was definitely a first-round grade. Huge. Now, I don't understand the Charles Leno releasing along yeah. with the Tevin Jenkins pick because I feel like that would mean two great offensive tackles, but I guess the Bears only want one. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I think those are two great picks, and hopefully we could stop seeing the struggles from that offensive side of the ball in Chicago. Stop. Hold up. Before we, we get to Kev, I, I want to ask this now live. Yes. Who do we all think is is going to be the worst quarterback for a career in that from this draft. I'm going to say it's Zach Wilson. I'm going to right agree. Now. I'm going to agree and say I'm going to double yeah. down and say Zach Wilson. I think it's Zach yeah. Wilson. The reason yeah. why he had the the least amount of competition, I believe that he's also going to be surrounded with the least amount of structure and people were giving him the comparisons of a Patrick Mahomes like player and I just feel like that's really high praise. He has great arm talent, don't get me wrong, but when was the what? What's the last BYU quarterback that you can think of at the top of your head that was like, oh my God, yeah. he was a he was a sure sure top yeah. quarterback, you know? See, my thing is, it's like the consist, like he's like, like all right, like Josh Allen and like Carson Wentz, like they both went to nobody schools, like North Dakota State, like who, who the hell comes from there? Yeah, but like with Zach Wilson, it's like you had an awful 2019, awful, and then when everyone sits out, you're good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. I would like to say Mac Jones, but I actually kind of like the kid on the Pats. 
Not a bad fit. We definitely, definitely benefit. Yeah, so, so two two of my three best picks off the board, Micah Parsons and uh, and Justin Fields, I had them both. And my third guy is actually a defender. So Kevy had two defensive players and one offensive player. I don't know the last time I've outnumbered myself like that. Um, but my third guy is Caleb Farley to the Titans. I love that pick. Oh. Um, no, Obviously no more Malcolm Butler. Probably the best, you know, one of the best, if not the best cornerback in the draft. So why not go out and get him? Shut down cornerback. He's had three back surgeries. It's all good. Still the best cornerback. And your Colts didn't get any of them. We don't need a corner. <laughs> you guys stink. Crazy. All right, so. Texans are winning the division. Let me just say, that pick by the Titans was awful because the pick they have last year isn't even on the roster. And then they drafted a guy at a position Julio, they don't zero need. catches. Did they even play the Titans? Maybe. If they did, Julio would have zero catches. But anyways, the best pick in the overall draft, in my opinion, was Christian Baum, one of the Pats. I mean, they're a team that's known for, like, developing guys at the line, hard nose, getting to the quarterback, stopping the runner. I think that was extremely good value, and I think he's perfect for the team. But one of the worst picks in the draft, hands down, absolutely was Eric Stokes to the Packers. Like, me and Steve said this before. You have a top five corner in the league, multiple other corners. You have no wide receiver depth, don't have a lot of pass rush, and then you went out and got a corner that you could have got in the third round probably. Come on, man. It's just a joke. Yeah. Eric Stokes. It sounds like one of Kev's cousins. And, <laughs> <laughs> Lou, not only, not only with that, but they also lost Corey Lindsley, so... Why not, you know, try and replace that w- with a center? They didn't do that either. So um, that was very interesting. But I'm going to come in with some, with, with another great pick. Because, Lou, I want to double down on that Christian Barrymore really quick. I think Christian Barrymore was a great pick for New England. Um, but possibly the best value, this is coming from a team that I didn't think um, was going to have a crazy draft. That's Lou right there. <laughs> Rashawn Slater, I thought that that was a great value Huge following. Pick. To the Chargers, you know what I mean? I, I think that they never thought in their wildest dreams that they would have had one of the top two tackles fall to them. And the fact that now they have arguably what some people thought was the best tackle in the entire draft. They got a 13. Not only that, but they got a first-round corner at pick number 50. So Asante Samuel Jr. going to a loaded cornerback room with the Chargers. I mean, this team's really going to be... You know, one of those teams on the cusp to go from, you know, worst to first. Seriously. Definitely. Absolutely. That's a great pick. But, guys, I want to come in with one of my worst picks. And I don't even know if you guys are following along with the draft at this point in time, but I'm going to come to Seattle, Mm -hmm. who didn't have a pick in, I want to say, the first three or four rounds. They traded in. And after hearing all of Russell Wilson's concerns, getting DK Metcalf last year, just locking up Tyler Lockett to an extension, they draft Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver. <laughs> no, he's not even going to play. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what's good with Seattle, getting these guys like Rashad Penny in, in top talents. And he's someone that they didn't pick the 50-year option up on. And I, mean, I know they have some decent defenders that they like, and, and taller and, and some defensive linemen, but it's just like, go get a tackle. Go get a mm-hmm. lineman. You guys haven't had a top offensive line since you guys were the Legion of Boom, and that was over close to a decade ago. Yeah, that was that, that's so crazy. That That's like, 
I don't even understand that. That's how I feel about like the Raiders like not drafting offense in the first. I mean, defense in the first round. It's like, dude, you were literally getting run on by the Jets. Like, if yeah. you didn't throw a hail mary pass at the end of a game, you lost to the Jets. And Lou, I know you have some Raiders uh, talk you want to mention in this episode. So why don't you uh, show show us all that? Yeah, like I know like Mike Mayock and like John Gruden like worked <laughs> for the draft. Like they did it, but like, dude, to draft Alex Leatherwood. In the first round, they literally could have traded out, got two second-round picks, then drafted him and another guy of high value. But no, no, no. Every year, they pull out some guy. Who, who did they draft a couple years ago very high from Cleveland Clemson? Farrell. Cleveland Farrell. Out of every <laughs> pass rusher in that draft, they went with Cleveland Farrell. <laughs> and we, he's like what? He's like a middle-of-the-road pass rusher now? If that. They said he was supposed to be a foundational stone of their franchise and I think that they're just messed up. Delu- Gruden's like, you know what? I like this guy. Gruden, and that's it. He, he got paid his hundred million. What the hell does he get? Absolutely, dude. He's just picking his friends. No joke. They're probably going to have tea time tomorrow. <laughs> get out of here, dude. He's such a scrub. I, I, I like Gruden as a dude, but he is a straight bum head coach. Yeah, as of right now. Bum. Get him, get Jack Del Rio back in here. Come Woo. on, man. Woo! Oh, what was his name? But Ben McAdoo. <laughs> oh, no. Keep Ben McAdoo on the couch. Him and his stash. <laughs> but, uh, Lou, that, you're definitely right with the Alex Leatherwood pick. I got to double down on that. But, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our best and worst draft picks from the 2021 NFL Draft. So, if you guys want to see some of our draft grades, go to YouTube. Uh, since the sandbox, you guys could check out our football or our basketball playlist to check out all of our newest content. Um, and here's some more in-depth draft talk. Uh, we also have a bunch of different episodes coming up to you guys with football and basketball this week, so make sure you guys check that out. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star review. Go to sandbox.net, get your merch. Make sure you're staying connected with your favorite podcasters. Peace out, guys.